Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. For me personally, I, I tried to parallel some moment where I felt Jordan-esque. And the moment I could only come up with was the last game of the 2002 season. I had 998 hits. We're in Florida against the Marlins. And my dad had been sick for three years. And this is year three. So I knew from my last visit that this was kind of the beginning of the end. And I have 998 hits. And there's one game left in the season. And Carl Pavano's on the mound. And I woke up and I said, there's no way Carl Pavano is getting me out today. And so I got a hit in the first three of so I was three for three, got my 1,000th hit, and uh, my dad passed away at 7.15 p.m. that night when the game ended, literally as I walked off the field. It's time for Hit and Run with your host, Matt Spiegel. I want to thank uh, jazz fan Will, I believe, from New York for telling me that while broadcasting remotely here from the Hyundai studios, that I should not sing along with that outro riff on the This Week in Baseball theme. It's so difficult for me not to do it, but it just doesn't time out correctly. That is part of our our musical nightmare in the midst of everybody working remotely. Have we got a, a remote working doozy of a baseball story to get you later on, but... That's not where we'll start. Good morning, everybody. It is me, Matt Spiegel. It is Hit and Run on a Sunday morning. I love being here with you on Sunday morning. All kinds of baseball stuff to discuss and a whole bunch of different guests uh, to talk about and some some people that you'll also hear from who've been on the station, including one yesterday. John Lester was really, really good with me and Bruce Levine on Inside the Clubhouse. If you missed it, be here around 1040. Maybe you'll be tooling around in the yard getting ready for your small circle or slightly expanded circle Memorial Day Sunday festivities. Maybe you'll be in preparation mode for watching the big uh, pay-per-view golf event. I guess it's not pay-per-view, right? But the big golf event uh, later this afternoon with uh, Tiger and Phil and Brady and, and Peyton. Or, uh, you know, maybe you're just going to be sitting in the backyard, sipping a nice coffee or a mimosa, no judgment, or a Bloody Mary, no judgment, as you listen to baseball conversation. Uh, we're going to have a good time. At 10 o'clock, Mike Ferrin, who does pre and post for the Diamondbacks. Also, you hear him every day if you listen on MLB Radio, on Sirius Satellite Radio. And he is a Chicagoland native used to work at um, the Cubs flagship, in fact, in the aughts. We'll talk a little bit about that. But we'll talk to Mike Farron about Chase Field being open for work and just, you know, Arizona baseball in general and where things stand with the MLB plan. 
We're going to talk to Andy McCullough at 11 o'clock. And Andy um, used to cover the Royals for the Kansas City Star, then the Dodgers for the LA Times. Now he's at the Athletic because that's the law. Everyone must go there. John Greenberg, everyone must go there. But anyway, Andy and Mark Carrig collaborated on a piece where they talked to several medical experts about the MLB safety and health protocols plan. And I think, I'm not sure, but like, look, I like to pride myself on being an amateur epidemiologist in these uncertain times. I know that Mike Francesa whew, and Scott Boris, those guys really are high-end amateur epidemiologists. But now, after the work that McCullough and Carrick did this week and talking to people and diving into this stuff, I mean, McCullough might be more qualified than any of us. So I think the Dodgers I, I, have a significant tactical advantage. <laughs> and then there's always that. When he talked about Dave Roberts having a significant tactical advantage over Joe Madden. Did that with me and Parkins. And then after Dave Roberts um, urinated down his leg in the playoffs... <laughs> against um, against uh, against the Nats. Then we had to have Andy back on and, you know, just remind him just how how awkward it can be sometimes when you extol the virtues of a manager who then is terrible. Um, he also wrote about the Dodgers and their unique place right now in the baseball ecosystem. So we'll talk about that. Chris Kampka, the Sultan of Stat from NBC Sports Chicago, he'll tie the room together at 1140. And oh, by the way, at 940, we're going to talk to some guys who have stolen one of my ideas. Stolen one of my ideas. They've taken my mm, publicly shared intellectual property, which I believe is an oxymoron, and they have developed it and they're now profiting. And I, for some reason, I'm going to help them profit. Is that what I'm doing, Sean, at 940? Or am I, am I confronting them on stealing my publicly shared intellectual property? We'll see how it goes. <laughs> I, I think the plan is to do both. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, the publicly shared intellectual property of the passenger seat buffet has been co-opted by the guys from Stupid Car Trade. We'll discuss at 9.40. I love oxymorons, by the way. I remember being a kid and learning some and realizing, man, these are just, it's a wonderful little English thing. Like jumbo shrimp, right? Uh, descending escalator. Um, what else? Permanent guest host. I always liked that one. So now I've added one, publicly shared intellectual property. I don't think that, I don't think that, I don't know. I don't know. I need an intellectual property lawyer. That's what I really need. I think that's what we all need during these uncertain times. Okay. Speaking of the uncertain times, um, and I have some good news baseball stories we'll get to along the way, but let's start with the matter at hand. And the matter at hand is that MLB, the owners, are presenting to the players on Tuesday their financial proposal. This is when it's going to come. The official proposal to the players on Tuesday. And then the players will have a chance to look it over, respond. We should get some response this week. There may be some more ugliness, um, or at least, least perceived ugliness. There may be some more back and forth, but there is a chance that by this time next week when we are together, we know definitively whether there's going to be baseball in 2020 or not. Or I should say whether the table is set to have baseball in 2020 or not. 
there is a chance that the public health crisis and the the need for tests and the the difficulties in staging events do get in the way of any of this happening. I know you've probably read or heard about the NBA plan to resume their season in some form down at Disney World, the NHL's plan to resume their season somehow. You have a lot of sports getting ready to do this. Uh, women's soccer is coming back, I believe, all in Salt Lake City as they go with the one-city quarantine approach. MLS, the men's soccer is talking about doing that. Golf is already back. But anyway, all of it might come crashing to a halt at some point if the outbreak uh, you know, resurges or if, uh, if things changed. We have a, a caveat for that. We have an acronym caveat for that. It is GUAFI given the uncertainty against or about future infection, right? Given uncertainty about future infection. So Guafi, I could have just said. So by this time next week, we may have a plan for baseball in place and ready. They seem to have agreed on most of the safety protocols. We'll get into more of that later. The finances are going to be talked about on Tuesday. And the pressure is on. Who is the pressure on? Ozzy Guillen in the Sun-Times this week said the pressure's on the players. The players are in a very, very difficult position because Ozzy thinks, like a lot of us, like I do, that the players are they're, they're going to have to find a way to take a little bit less that makes some sense. The owners are going to be making a lot less. A lot of people are making less. Executives, the highest paid people within baseball organizations, have all taken pay cuts, or at least a lot of them have taken pay cuts. I'm sure you know at some of your works and your facilities, if you're working, that a lot of the heavy hitters have taken pay cuts. A lot of the highest paid talk show hosts and salespeople at Entercom have taken pay cuts. There are 36, 37 million people unemployed. This is a a ridiculously massive national financial crisis. So should the players take less? They, They need to be open to the conversation. It's so hard to ask them to take less when you see all the safety protocols and all that stuff and realize the risk that they're putting themselves in. But Guillen, Ozzy speaks for a lot of people in terms of, the confusion of the whole situation, but also the difficulty for the players. The players have a very, very difficult decision to make. And look, everybody's excited for baseball if it comes. But, you know, this people hearing that the sides are really dug in and being ugly with each other is not good. You'll hear from John Lester later with a more conciliatory tone And I think that's wise from any player that gets a chance to have it. From Tony Clark, I think it would be wise. Um, I think it has been wiser for Rob Manfred to offer a conciliatory tone. Uh, Any owner that that speaks should go for that kind of tone because everybody needs to work together here. The CBA looms, the collective bargaining agreement looms in 2021 to deal with. And that, everybody has thought, should be a mess. Ozzy talked about it. He said, everyone has to be careful. Can you imagine following up a botched 2020 with a 2021 striker lockout? They will lose the fans. 
I wonder if you guys agree with that. Peter Gammons agrees with that. The great Peter Gammons. And we're going to talk about this with you in a moment. So if you want to dial it up, get ready to it. 312-644-6767. You can text at 67011. Peter Gammons thinks that the pressure is also on the union. Here's Peter with Mully and Haw earlier in the week on the score. The pressure is always on the union because owners are really good at getting fans to believe it's all the players' fault. Um, I mean, I remember it all 94, 95. It was the most miserable winter of my life. It was always about owners versus owners, not owners versus players. This is more complex. This is owners versus players, but neither side is right if, if they end up not being able to get back. I'm sure most everyone you know who's in the media business has been asked to take some sort of um, – some sort of, uh, you know, cut for a while. And, you know, I mean, fine. I mean, it's, you know, if we're saving jobs, the people who really do the work behind the, the scenes in control rooms and so forth, if we're saving their jobs, it's, it's all worth it, right? Um, but I, I don't I don't know if they really get what they're talking about, what they're heading towards right now. So do the players, does everybody understand what they're heading towards? Let's hear a little more from Peter on how MLB can cause irreparable damage and the league might be very much in trouble um, between now and like 2022, 2023. If, 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 if I'm a guy that, you know, I have a small business, a, a small restaurant, a market or whatever, it's not open. Um, I've laid off a lot of people and I hear billionaires and millionaires arguing over, over how much money they're going to make. You know, I mean... I'm sorry. What people at the union doesn't get it and the owners don't get it. They're all thinking it's going to be back to normal within, you know, the rest of this year and then the beginning of the No. There's all, it, it, this, the game has no chance of being restored to where they want it to go until 2023. Be realistic. Rebuild it. And they won't do it. And, then, and if, if they – end up not playing the rest of this year. This is not 94-95. Cal Ripken ain't walking back through that door again. Um, it's uh, to a sport that's, that is declining in a lot of ways, unfortunately, not in my mind, but in a lot of ways. I mean, they have a chance to do what could be irreparable damage. It's heavy stuff from Peter. Other people have written that. Bob Nightingale has written that. Um, I, I use the word irrecoverable in terms of what the acrimony would be. And, I, I, you know, I do know people who have walked away from certain sports because they are disgusted with what they have done. I do know people who've walked away from the NFL because they were disgusted with how the NFL was dealing with brain injury, how the NFL was dealing with race issues, how the NFL was dealing with domestic violence. I do know people who walked away from it and did not come back. Not many, but I do know some. Is there a level of disgust that you could possibly have with baseball that would be irrecoverable, that would make you walk away, walk further away? And have you in your life been so disgusted with a sport, with the people and owners and players involved that you have chosen to walk away? Is this a moment that you would? Genuinely curious. Text at 670 
and uh, give a call. We've got some time to talk here at 312-644-6767. I mean, what would it take if there's no 2020 and no 2021 because of lockouts or if both seasons are, are screwed up, damaged because of, uh, of lockouts and an inability to come to financial terms? I mean, that is, I, I think it is a brutal, brutal look and would be a horrific look. But what is the damage? What is the overall damage of such things? It's interesting. We'll see exactly how how bad it would get, and I hope it doesn't. You know, John Heyman, who um, he speaks often uh, for Scott Boris, or at least he has information that seems to come almost directly from Scott Boris, but said, hearing more optimism on both sides now, this is from 21 hours ago, Although the MLB official proposal hasn't been quite made yet, deal won't come easy, but players and owners who both will lose money also understand they can't cancel the season over money. They can't cancel the season over money. They best not. Just how brutal that would be. Texter says he walked away temporarily last year from the Bulls. Garpax and Boylan, not enough for his attention. I think a lot of people did. Um, That is a different kind of thing. A single organization that is run so poorly and seems to be so illogical and and so um, provincial. The backslapping society that the Bulls front office has been for a long time was loathsome. I I would argue that we as uh, as a collective with our, our loud and very vocal, very present disgust over the Bulls had an effect. The lack of fans showing up this past year had an effect. The national embarrassment of the Bulls being so completely irrelevant during the midst of a great NBA All-Star weekend right here in Chicago, all of that had an effect. Congratulations. You did it. Walking away from an entire sport, eh, I don't know that you see the same effect if enough people did it. Texture says the catch rule in the NFL. I walked away because they don't know what a catch is. Really? So you are denying yourself the NFL because of their, their lack of clarity about the catch rule. Interesting. Texture says if the National League accepts the DH, I'm done. Man, I got bad news for you. There will be a universal DH if there is an 80-game season this year. And then I think there's going to be a lot of pressure to just leave it right there the way that it is, which a lot of National League executives would like. A lot of them. And also the Players Union would very much like because it's another, probably another highly paid player. And remember that the highest paid players in MLB, they drag the rank and file up. They drag the median up in a big way. So they want as many big money guys as humanly possible. 312-644-6767. Wondering if you would indeed walk away. If it got incredibly ugly, would you walk away from the game? And if you have walked away from a sport interested as to why at 670-11. It's Hit and Run. I'm Matt Spiegel here with you. Stupid Car Trade guys coming up at uh, 940. Before then, 
a Cub and a White Sox player, both doing some good right now that you need to know about. We'll share that with you as well as take your calls and texts next on Hit and Run right here on 670 The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Cal Ripken ain't walking back through that door again. <laughs> Uh, Peter Gammon is talking about that moment and really the whole thing that happened with Ga- with Ripken passing Gehrig and that big night. Man takes a victory lap in the middle of a game, and that's a big part of why baseball came back to popularity and, and resumed its um, its place amongst the top games in, in the country. And then, of course, the home run chase of 98. When's that 30 for 30? Not this week. I think it's Lance Armstrong tonight, and I th- believe it is next week. Uh, for Sosa and McGuire, I just, I'm worried about that one. I'm June worried about the 14th. Okay, June 14th. I'm worried about the level of honesty we get from Sosa in there. And if there's no honesty, will he be challenged or, or, or not? I mean, I can't imagine him agreeing to do it and then, and then being honest about stuff. We know Lance Armstrong has overcome that intellectual hurdle and now is, uh, is very open about using EPO and doing everything else, or doing most uh, of else that he did, but I'll be watching that tonight. It is 670 the score. Um, texts getting in at 670-11. Speaks, probably no way I'll walk away from baseball or sports in general. I want my sports. I must be as selfish slash greedy as the players and the owners. If it's on, I will be watching. Thank you, Birdie. This, um, this text... Uh, Matt, it sounds like a lot of MLB players don't want to play. In my opinion, the game has been declining with slow play, excessive pitching changes, and a high percentage of strikeouts. I have no problem walking away, despite being an avid baseball fan growing up. As an essential worker, I appreciate the NBA and NHL at least wanting to come back. They have been playing baseball in Korea for over a month. I haven't heard of players dropping over dead from Corona. That's Rhino in Arlington Heights. Um... Well, Rhino, it's a very different situation there in Korea. Very different because they were much more aggressive at the very beginnings of this pandemic, and they predate us by a couple of months as well. It's a much more obedient culture. Our uh, our, our our magical America, which is just freaking wonderful. I love this country, but boy, people just don't like to follow the rules, you know. Really disinterested in following the rules around here. So it's um, it, it's much harder to control and maintain safety in this kind of situations. 
Would you walk away? How bad would it have to be for you to walk away? Let's go to the phone lines, 312-644-6767. This is Pete in Grand Rapids on the score. Hello, Pete. How are you? Hey, doing well, Matt. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, yeah. yeah, real quick, you got to look at it from a larger societal perspective. People cut cable willingly and easily. Um, younger people are willing to shake up the norm. So the baseball people need to really kind of take a deep breath and look around, and they're not the rock-solid institution that they used to be. Um, you know, so for me personally, absolutely I'd cut it. Uh, but I will put an asterisk next to that, except for fantasy baseball and football. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fantasy is, is a tremendous part of a lot of people's lives. Thanks for the call, Pete. You know, it, without the ability to go to the games and get that feeling and feel that, that tangible presence of the game in your life, the, the allure of it is going to go away for a lot of people. Like an 80-game season on TV, it's going to be wonderful to have it. I'm going to enjoy it. That's for damn sure if we get it. But part of the fun, I think, for the for the fan is to watch it and say, you know what, I got to get there. I'm going to go soon. And then when you get there, you post it on social media. You share it with the people you're lucky enough to be there with. You tell your friends. You text pictures. You do whatever. You feel it. You share it. And you realize, man, I'm part of the game today. I'm part of that feeling. I'm part of that connective energy that's pulsing through the ballpark and in and out of the of the hearts and minds of, of everybody in attendance. I'm part of that. Without that draw, without even that possibility, how much fun is it to feel connected to the game on TV? We'll see. You know, I was thinking about this as, as Bruce and I were talking about it yesterday. Um, Bruce Bruce um, was talking about when baseball comes back, the the jump he expects in television ratings, in radio ratings, for the games themselves, as we are also starved for that kind of competition and that kind of live communal event. I do agree with that. So this concept of, of, of being there, not being part of it, well, it may pull some, but I do agree that we're all going to be starved for it. I watched the American Cornhole Association on ESPN the other night. Yes, I did. Now, I personally am in the midst of my athletic prime in terms of bags or cornhole. I'm, um, I'm playing at a level I've never played at before. I'm consistently beating my wife in that game. Make sure you don't edit that short, okay, Sean? Don't even tell anybody on any radio show that I said that. But I'm I totally haven't started drafting an email to Tanny. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm consistently defeating my wife, um, and that is that is new for me because I'm um, I'm the Kyle Hendricks of cornhole right now. Is what I am. My my mechanics are repeatable. My repeatable mechanics. I'm just. And I just, my, I keep my heart rate low. I mean, is this not what you wanted to hear today? I'm not sure about you guys as you tuned in, but this is what you're getting. My personal skills and success in the face of intense pressure at bags and cornhole is really remarkable right now. You know what's interesting, by the way, as uh, I continue on this tangent, is that I truly believe that my years of baseball analysis and pitching conversations with people who know a lot about it have informed my approach to cornhole. It has. And if I believe it, then it must be true. 
like when I'm standing there and I'm holding the bag and I'm making sure I hold it correctly and I'm kind of shuffling my weight back and forth on my legs, getting ready to take my single step and then, and then let it go. I'm making sure that I just repeat the mechanics and I focus in on my spot and I just execute. I'm relying on the process, not the results. Okay? What I'm saying is I think both Tommy Hadovy and Don Cooper would be proud, would want to be a part of my cornhole thought processes. And I've, I've got it down. What's the spin rate on your bags? I don't know. I don't know. Come out and measure it, big talker. You one of those wacky kids with your rap soto. And you, you probably went to driveline, so you could learn how to throw bags. Although I'm not anti-data, okay? I'm not. So if you Google that up or YouTube it up. <laughs> yes, Coop. Yes, I will. Because there is a specific technique that, that fits it best as dictated by physics. How the bag flies, how it lands, how it will slide upon landing. And if you want to discuss this, I mean, is there a cornhole radio show that I could host, by the way? Because, man, I'm ready. Maybe, there probably is. There's probably a cornhole podcast or radio show. Get somebody on for next week, Sean. I want to talk to a cornhole expert. If we have no baseball and no resolution on this stuff by next week, then let's go. I know a guy. Don't worry. (laughs) Do you really? Yeah, my dad is uh, likes to think of himself as a professional bags player, so I'll just get him on. No, hold on. I don't want to talk. I mean, look, I'll, I'll do respect, but I, your dad is not where I was going with this, I, okay? I, hey, I'm telling you, he's won many tournaments. I'm not, say, I'm not just throwing you know, guests out willy-nilly because they're related to me. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying I know a, a bags expert. He just happens okay. to be my father. All right, book him for Father's Day. Because I'm booking my dad for Father's Day. Because my dad, at age 87, is still one of the best baseball guests I've ever had on this show. I think he's been on twice. Um, he might have been on the score three or four times. But he's the archetypal sports fan and baseball fan. He's, he's thoughtful. He's still sharp as a tack. It's my dude. So, yeah. So, so, so both of our fathers on Father's Day. I like it. And me and your dad can talk bags. Does he have the good official ones, like the 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 high end pricey bags? They go for like seventy bucks at a minimum to get eight bags that are slidey on one side and sticky on the other. You know what I'm talking about? All right, maybe he's not a pro. Um, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, That's what I I'm saying. there's a, there's a there's a whole other level of this thing that a lot of people are not aware of. What I like to think of him, why I like to think of him as a pro is you can put him on any bag set at any distance and he will, he will at least be very competitive in any game. Yeah, well, that's great. That, that's very good. So he's, he can adjust. And that's important that you are, are able to adjust to your environment. It's very, very important. I, I admire that. But I don't have those bags that I'm talking about either. But we're thinking about getting them because the, the level has just jumped within the uh, within the the circle and the slightly expanded circle as we all are are making these intense individual decisions on whether to slightly expand our circles right now or not if you haven't seen your parents in two months you have to make that decision i know some are doing it some are not and then you have to communicate with people as best you can sometimes it's forced my wife's going back to work this week she's going back to work this week so there's a level of safety that she'll be taking a level of precaution but my circle is going to expand a little bit more. Got to be careful about this stuff and communicate with those that you love. But the point is, the point is, 
that I'm in my personal athletic prime right the hell now. And, and Sean, I'm, I want a piece of your dad. <laughs> you want to beat my dad too? I would like to beat your dad on a regular basis. Yes, I would. 670, the score is where you are talking baseball and whether you'd be able to walk away from it, whether you would consider walking away from it. If we have no baseball because of money this year, if there's a CBA fight next year and there's more no baseball, this is Randy in Hobart, who is now on 670 The Score. Good morning, Randy. How are you? Hey, good morning. Hanging in there. Um, you know, so let me, let me be quick about this. I'm a high school teacher, and I've coached high school sports. And the, the last dance documentary resonated with me because that was probably the last team that I followed religiously besides the 2015-16 Cubs. Um, I've always – baseball's always been – it for me that's been my first love um we're we're killing it right now because my son's a senior he was throwing 93 in a bullpen had college coaches slated to come out and look at him you know and then his season gets canceled that's the baseball we're really missing now if the cubs made another run you know we'd probably watch the playoffs but other than that you know we just going about our daily lives and and working and you know we as far as going out to ball games or whatever watching religiously every day that was that ship sailed a long time ago um but i still love baseball to where you know i would probably follow obviously i'm listening to your radio show so huh. i still love yeah. it enough to to where i would probably follow it to some extent but we we left that arena of going to games a long time as you can't really afford it we might go to one a year mm. you know so it, it would be easy to you know to to get rid of it and especially like i said since the high school sports you know me being a teacher and a coach that's what i've really flocked to and really enjoyed watching over the years and especially my son so thanks yeah. you're having a great show keep it up thanks you guys for everything you're doing to keep sports relevant to us. Hey, hey, thank you, Randy. Thanks for the call and thanks for the thoughts. Appreciate it. I hope you and your son and the people you coach get a chance to play soon. I mean, that's the goods. That's what it's all about. I've talked about it here on this show before. Um, last year and the year before, because of my good fortune to, um, to have stepdaughters of college age, and before that of high school age, obviously, um, and travel ball age, I got the experience of being a softball stepdad. And, you know, I've been a baseball uncle when my nephew was a pitcher at Oak Park River Forest, but to be a softball stepdad for Lake Forest College's incredible run last year to the Division III NCAA tournament and then to travel to that and see them play in the NCAA tournament, my God, that feeling, that attachment, that level of excitement, sitting behind the plate, dissecting everything, thinking about it, enjoying it, cheering, that's the goods, that is the gold, absolutely. But I, 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 am, I am starved for the game that I love. You know, we've learned, I think, along the way here that some people are baseball fans, some are merely Sox fans or merely Cubs fans. And some people are event fans, right? Um, it, it's a, it's, there's a wide, wide variety of the kind of baseball fan you are. 
670 the score. This text from somebody claiming to be my wife says that, uh, Sean, I am not consistently defeating her. She says, you won't play me one-on-one. It's not true. It hasn't been offered to me. She said, you're hiding behind your partner. Oh, boy, because we've been playing doubles. She says, uh, and I'll quote her, quote, I'll beat your ass, unquote. So it's on. It's on today, people. I will report back on how that goes. Several years ago, I had a great idea, um, and I talked about it publicly quite a bit, and I tried to get it going. I actually talked to a friend of mine who had invented a couple things, and I said, hey, could you help me build a prototype here? And those conversations um, just went not far enough, and I didn't get it done. And now there's something that looks frighteningly similar to, similar, frighteningly similar, frankly, to my brilliant idea. And I'm bringing them on to yell at them and debate with them and probably help them profit as well. We'll do that next. Mike Ferrin, the Diamondbacks pre and post man and the MLB radio midday host will join us at the top of the hour. You're listening to Hit and Run right here on 670 The Score. All right. Now I got to find out about this. Yeah. Passenger seat buffet. Man. You had come up with this idea years ago. I remember it. Yeah. I remember you you working it through on the air. <laughs> You then didn't go ahead and get no. ready with the production of it, and right. now you look up and someone has taken this idea from you and become rich. Yeah, I, I, I can't tell you how many people have Facebooked, tweeted, Instagrammed, texted when I'm on the air and showed me, somebody did it, Speaks, somebody did it. Like, I had people on board, but I didn't follow through, and now the, these these jamokes at stupidcartray.com have, have beaten me to market. So, I don't know if those guys were listening then, or frankly, if they've always been listening. I don't know. But they tweeted at me this week and told me that um, they did not steal the idea, but then they used the word jamokes. They used the word jamokes. Do they know that I've often used the word jamokes and I have a personal mission to keep that word alive? Or were they listening to me and Lawrence and just took it from there. I didn't even realize that I used it in that context. Well, let's find out. Let's talk to the thief slash originator of Stupid Car Tray. It is Phil joining us right now. And uh, Phil, I know there are several inventors. Which one of you was listening to my show eight years ago and took the idea? Which one of it? Which one of you was it? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't think it was any of us. Because I don't think we were listening to your show eight years ago. Well, I may have been listening to your show eight years ago. However, not that particular show. Okay. All right. Well, look, I I don't know if I believe you or anything you're going to say for this entire segment, frankly. (laughs) But, But tell me how you came up with this brilliant idea that I also came up with. Actually, I mean, your thing is a little different, obviously, but you do have... You do have the small uh, openings for dipping sauces. This was this was like where I thought I was really going to make my bones. Was like a, a lot of people would text in when I would talk about it, and yeah. they would say, "You had me at dipping sauces." Because what are you to do when you have some chicken nuggets? You need to put those dipping sauces somewhere. So, all right. So, how did you guys come up with this idea? Yeah. All, right, all right. First, first, let me get out of my my brand new Lambo here, so I can really get into to talking about this. 
with all my riches that I've made. Um, how did we come up with this idea? Well, I mean, <laughs> well, you know, Speaks, you're you're a special guy. You've got you you are in tribute to Soros, one of the best cover bands on the planet right now. You have an amazing radio show. But but you can't be the only person on the planet to come up with the idea. I mean, any Chicagoan who's ordered a 15-pound Blue Malnati's deep dish pizza and tried to take it home yeah. has got to have thought about, hey, you know, this is probably something that needs to happen. We need to put some kind of a table there. Now, the dipping sauces, that came from... Uh, I play in a band out in Chicago, and we do rehearsals out there. And I come home, and I drive down 22, and I stop at Wendy's, and I get my fries and my dipping sauce, and you know, as my mm-hmm. coming home yeah. from rehearsal thing. And I got my my you know little cup of dipping sauce, and, and if I want to dip some fries while I'm driving home, now this is dangerous, so maybe you shouldn't do this. But yeah, you need a little, you, you need something to put it in, so it doesn't fall over your seat. So that's where that idea came from. All right, so so the whole thing, my my uh, my idea that I used to talk about was it, it would have a beanbag bottom like a laptop desk, so it could level out yeah. on any seat, right? That's what I thought, and it would have like that sticky tack top to make sure that things uh, stuck to it, but was right. easy to clean at the same time. You guys right. have um, you guys have like similar to a bags board. It's got like the two legs that kick out. And it levels based on those. You adjust those legs, and you can level it on any seat. Correct. That is really funny that you say that it's like a bags board because, yeah. and I, I am not, not kidding when I say this, that we are coming out with stupid bags as a add-on feature. You know why? Because I just said it. Because I just said it, Phil. No, That's and you, and why. You know I'm gonna prove it. You know how I'm going to prove it? I'm Right what? after this show, I'm going to post uh, our promo on yeah. our Twitter page. So follow yeah. our Twitter page or Facebook, and the promo will be out. I don't know. Hey, maybe we're just just in sync somehow. Who yeah, knows? Maybe our pheromones, energy. Maybe, yeah, maybe our pheromones are locked in or something. Um, oh, wait, we don't have those. Possible. But, yeah. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I mean, this is – so anything that I say on air, you guys are going to steal and run with. Right? I mean, I saw... There you go. And we'll yeah. throw you some bones here and there, you know. We'll make all it good I need, All I need <laughs> is one Lamborghini. Just one. Okay? Because, I what mean, color? if you guys... <laughs> green, please. Thank you. Perfect. Um, yeah, so Stupid Car Tray. It's, it's a lot like the passenger seat buffet. See, I had dreams, Phil, of being the huh. guy who would be interviewed on CNN about the fattening of America and how my invention was contributing to that. I I had dreams of being written about as a major contributor to massive car accidents that were taking place (laughs) on the Edens on a daily basis as delivery men and and Uber drivers were all having five course meals off the passenger seat. That's, That's supposed to be my gig, man. Well, well, when you when you market it as a buffet, I think that maybe that would encourage more gluttony in, in the uh-huh. whole scenario. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and more derision, more derision. You are, you are smartly calling it a car tray, and also the stupid in there is a nice little self-deprecation that um, indicates yeah. that you don't take yourself too seriously. Um, I've seen the product. I don't have one yet, which is ridiculous. I don't know why I don't we'll have be one. Will be sending I mean, me plenty. I mean, my God, you'd think 
you'd think that I'd have one in every vehicle that I've ever owned um, or one that I could put in any vehicle. But um, it, look, it, it's what, what I here's what I also thought was going to be part of it for me. I mean, you heard this and you're pretending that you didn't. So that's cool. I like where you're going with this. Um, is that it also could, once it's clean, just um, shift up into the seat itself and zip in, have a zipper that, that zips in. And because mm. of that beanbag, because of that beanbag bottom, then you could just sit in the seat and lean back on it. It would be as comfortable as a, as a normal seat. And that, but it was always there and available if nobody was in your right. passenger seat. Your thoughts, Phil? My thoughts are that's amazing, and we're gonna do a slight variation on your on your invention as to make sure that we don't rip you off. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> it's like it's takes, like when somebody. Yeah, it's like when somebody steals a song, Phil, and they like just change one note in it. Like, oh no, I didn't steal that yeah, like, riff. Like Vanilla Ice, I remember that Vanilla Ice yes. interview where he was talking about, uh, you know, under pressure. He's like, no, man, just that one note. Like, yeah, oh, well, absolutely. He got, or, he got or away you with find it. The Led Zeppelin lawsuits where Jimmy Page would be like, I didn't steal from these incredibly poor black blues men. No, I didn't. Listen <laughs> to how <laughs> different my riff is. And it just wasn't that different. Um, all right. Totally. At the risk of giving you. So what's your band in Chicago? Uh, Otter Finn, O-T-T-E-R-F-I-N-N. Uh, we haven't played out too much lately. I've been kind of busy with other things, but, uh, yeah, we just, uh, we've got an album out on Spotify. You can check it out. Nice. All right. Well, stupid car tray is who these jamokes are. Um, and (laughs) look, I'm helping. I know I'm helping. I want, I want detailed data of sales before and after. I mean, I should be on the board anyway, but I want detailed data of, of, of your sales after this kind of publicity. And you can find them on Twitter at stupid car tray. Um, and I look forward to the next idea of mine that you steal. I'll I'll be sure to get you one. I I see that you've thought about a dumpling truck. You you've thought about a dumpling truck now too haven't you yeah yeah years ago you know um i was thinking about how the how the dumpling you know yeah. uh, the whole thing is exploding and we should we should really get on top of that and, and not just dumplings of the world but dumplings of, of the universe uh, right yeah you're so, going you're going broader yeah. we're getting ahead of it we're getting ahead of this whole space force and elon musk thing that's going on and uh uh-huh. just going straight for it yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, that's my idea was dumplings of the world, you know, get pierogies and oh, potstickers and, <laughs> and gyoza. But you're going intergalactic. Uh, leave it to these guys to steal my idea and better it and then profit. So um, oh, sorry, good luck. And I, I look I look forward to uh, to the next board meeting. And um, and I'll be, I'm sure I'll be CC'd on all emails from now on. As well. No, absolutely, and we've got we've got Cubs and Sox trays, so we've got the colors. So you're you're a Cubs fan, if I know correctly, right? Uh, I am married to a hardcore, deep-seated Cubs fan, and I enjoy it enjoy it with her. I am I am blessed with objectivity, having been born and bred a Red Sox fan. But she refused to take uh... that for an answer. She wouldn't date me if I, unless I declared. So I had to declare for her. But that's that's another. Gotcha. Thing. Yeah, but yes, we well, would love one of those. We would love one of those. Thank you. Yeah, um, we'll we'll send you both, and uh, we got a Memorial Day sale going on right now. So you know, anyone listening, check out the website. And it's great talking to you, man. Hey, you too, Phil. Thanks. Thanks for having some fun with it. Can't believe.
He still contends that he did not take my idea. <laughs> oh my God, Spiegel, stop giving them ideas. What the hell, dude? <laughs> I missed my chance. I missed my chance. 670 the score. Peoria Matt says that guy also makes guagi face masks. <laughs> I think Phil did a great job, but when he was talking about his intergalactic uh, uh, dumplings, dumplings, I thought he should have said, yeah, and we're going to go up and get it and, uh, and attack that market. <laughs> It'd be right there. The dude is clearly well-versed in all forms of spigalia, and for that, we are appreciative. Oh, God, that was fun. Bastards. I don't know. Sean, do we have a verdict? Did they steal it? I don't I think don't they stole it. Whatever. Whatever, buddy. It's Sean Anderson producing the show. Up next, uh, Mike Farron from MLB Radio and the Diamondbacks pre and post and a Chicagoland native who worked um, for the flagship for about six years during some prime years. I want to ask him about that. We'll talk to Mike Farron next. You're listening to Hit and Run right here on 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 